everybody, it's me, Jessica, and this is Pop Culture Crush. Happy Monday. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Coco and I did. We actually celebrated my mom's 75th birthday. So happy early birthday to my mamacita out there. Uh, Today, we have a super special guest, as always, joining us. It is Coco. Hey, everybody. All right. So what do you got for us this Monday? Well, this Monday, I actually have the show we planned on doing Friday. (laughs) Unfortunately, life got in the way, and I got uh, stuck at work late, and so didn't get to uh, record a show on Friday we were planning to, but... Friday was a happy birthday to Justin Timberlake. And my niece, Isabella. Yes. So happy birthday to both Justin and Isabella. Belated, yeah. So uh, we're going to go back and uh, talk about Justin Timberlake like we were going to do on Friday, if that's cool with you. Yeah, I love it. Who doesn't love JT? Come on. Right? So um, it's kind of, you know, you know me. I'm a rock guy. So it's a little bit out of character for me. But as I've kind of discussed, I do have, you know, pop leanings certainly in my life. And I think Justin Timberlake's one of those rare cases that I think he transcends kind of the genres. He just, he's good at what he does. And I, I, I like not only his talent, but also his humor. And I think he's just a really funny guy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He doesn't take himself seriously. That's what's nice about him. Yeah. So you're doing a pop five... Yes. Justin Timberlake song. Yeah, my favorite JT tracks. Oh, like it. So we're going to start off with number five. The track is My Love. Wanted to start us off with kind of a groovy single. I think... Groovy. I think it's <laughs> one of the things that really defines his style for me. He's just fun music and you can dance to it more often than not. Uh, he's certainly of a type uh, that would have been... You know, what we called in the 60s would have been like a blue-eyed soul singer. So it's the idea of white guys doing music that's traditionally performed by African Americans. Yeah. So there's been critiques of him over the years about cultural appropriation and some of the other issues. I'm not really going to talk about that. I'm mostly going to talk about the homages he pays to people like Michael Jackson and Prince. And these greats, and I, I don't think he makes any... It's not like he's pretending this is his original yeah, sound. Yeah, absolutely. He He's very honest about his influences and uh, the folks that have inspired him over the years. So, for me, My Love is a great track. It's a good way to start us off. Perfect. And so, kind of going right off of that and sticking with it, I'm going to say number four is Sexy Back. Woo! Spangin' Sexy Back. So, both these tracks are off of uh, Timberlake's second album, which is Future Sex Love Sounds, which seems feels weird saying. <laughs> True. Uh, but I think this album really is where he kind of came into his own, uh, even more so than his first solo record, where he's still kind of trying to define his sound. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the record was really a collaboration between Justin Timberlake and his producer, Timberland. Uh, which has always confused me because Timberlake, Timberland, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, beyond <laughs> beyond uh, their last names being similar, I think they made a great duo. Also, this like this song, I think, led into one of what's probably the funniest Justin Timberlake joke I've ever heard. Yeah. It was a joke he made about himself on Saturday Night Live. So basically, the setup for the, for the skit is that he was playing an Irish immigrant coming to the U.S. Uh, in the 1800s through Ellis Island. Sounds hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. (laughs) And he's having a uh, discussion on the boat with 
Andy Samberg's character about what life will be like in America and what their families could accomplish in this this new land. And Timberlake's character made a comment, something about to the effect of he dreamt that one day uh, one of his descendants would be a pop singer who would bring sexy back. (laughs) And Samberg asked him what that even meant. And Timberlake said, it was gone and he brought it back, okay? (laughs) that That was the whole bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, to this day, that every time I hear that song, I think of that skit. It was gone and he brought it back. <laughs> the sexy. The sexy. Enough said. Now, it looks like you pulled up some trivia. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You want to go ahead and tell us what uh, you got? Uh, for Yeah, for sexy back, Justin said he sang it in a rock style rather than an R&B style. He described the song as what would happen if David Bowie... And David Byrne covered James Brown. <laughs> that's a heck of a combo there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I thought was so interesting. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for finding that one. I that's know. fun. Thanks. Well, this is kind of a collaboration, so I really appreciate your help <laughs> on pulling together some JT facts. JT facts. Bringing the facts back. I'm going to edit that out. Oh, no, don't edit it, please. That was terrible in an amazing sort of way. All right, for number three. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> for number three, I've got Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River. Now, this is a single off of his first album, and I think this is really the, the best track on that record. The first album was called Justified. And I remember being really impressed with the music video specifically. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. Very atmospheric and emphasized the sad, poignant aspects of the song. Aww. Another one of my favorite uh, Timberlake stories, um, this is actually not a joke, this is just him being awesome, was from the MTV Music Video Awards in 2003. Uh, that year, Cry Me a River won for Best Song, beating out Johnny Cash's version of uh, Nine Inch Nails' song Hurt. Well, Justin got up on stage to accept his award and basically told MTV and the TV audience that they got the uh, they got the award wrong, <laughs> that he'd grown up listening to Johnny Cash, and that if anybody that night deserved an award for anything they'd done, it was him. That's amazing. So That's really cool. His shout out to Johnny Cash, who I think passed away within a few months of, of oh, that occurring. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and it looks like we got oh, another trivia oh, fact. Oh, 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 this is probably a pretty obvious one to everybody. But the song, Cry Me a River, was inspired by Timberlake's former relationship with singer Britney Spears. Okay, so I'm going to get controversial here. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, over the years, has been involved with a few side projects. Um, and this is this is probably... One of the most notable songs from that project. It's a classic R&B groove track <laughs> called Dick in a Box. I'm not sure if you guys have heard this one or not. Now, obviously, you guys know this song. There's no way I couldn't put it on the list. And it's not 100%. my number two. It's my number two. I would have been sad if you hadn't put one of those songs on the list. It started out as a digital short on Saturday Night Live, a collaboration between Justin Timberlake and Andy Samberg again. And uh, they've worked together off and on for a while now. So uh, this is is once again a great example of what I love about Timberlake is he just doesn't take himself too seriously. 
I mean, yes. this is a really, really dirty song. <laughs> uh, I remember at the time it was broadcast, um, I, I was working at a TV station at the time. It was not an NBC affiliate, but like around the newsroom, we were just obsessed with watching the video of the song over and over oh, again. Oh, I think anybody... I think a lot of people were. I know I was. And so we'd watch it, and then we'd you know always have somebody on lookout, make sure the boss didn't walk into the room because <laughs> we'd get in trouble if uh, you know we were watching some something dirty like that at work. So yeah. Oh my gosh, so funny, so so funny. There's yeah. a few of these kind of songs, right? Yeah, they've done three of them. Mother so lover. Far. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Dick in the box, mother lover, and uh, remember I, what the third one I is? I don't, but it's about a three way. <laughs> Oh, it might literally be called Three-Way. I think so. I think it is. The video had Lady Gaga in it. I know that for sure. (laughs) But this is my favorite, so I'm glad you added this one to the list. Oh, um, I have another trivia. Yeah, yeah. This is just something fun. The song began development on the Tuesday before the show on Saturday after Lorne Michaels called Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, into his office and asked him to write something funny, quote, to showcase the singing skills of Timberlake, both the host and musical guest for this episode. Timberlake recalled everyone was laughing hysterically while trying to record the song. I have always wondered that, like how they ever got through it. How would you not die? But to write that song that quick. That's crazy. Tuesday to Saturday. I mean, and do the video and do everything. Well, and talk about just consummate professional, too. I oh, mean, absolutely. Walks in off the street and records, uh, you know, one, cut a hole in the box. Well, two, two. <laughs> put your junk in that box. Three. Um, but the thing is, a little bit of trivia also that I didn't put on here was they like they pitched it to him and he didn't even blink. He's just like, OK, cool, let's do it. <laughs> And again, that's why I love Justin Timberlake. Like, he's just up for anything. That's probably why he does so well on Saturday Night Live. Because he just goes for it. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, we haven't really talked about it at all. But honestly, he's not a bad actor. No, not at all. Hasn't he done some movies even? He, He has. He's been in a few movies. And he does a decent job. So it doesn't surprise me. That, you know, he can pull it off for Saturday Night Live, too. Yeah. He's just a performer, I guess. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. He's just an all-around performer. Uh, The Mouse House uh, knows how to pick him, I guess. I guess so. All right. I guess this takes us up to number number one. one. Okay. My number one song is, once again, off of his second album. It's Love Stoned slash I Think She Knows. Ooh, okay. I real what I really love about this song is it's it's kind of this very complicated and interesting pop track. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's long too, right? Yeah, it's seven and a half minutes wow. long. Uh, it starts off as kind of this groovy, beatboxy track uh, with strings as the background, but then towards the second half, it ends up turning into this beautiful orchestral piece with this really urgent guitar kind of strumming in the background. Uh, and then just leads into uh, a repeated chorus of him talking or just saying love stoned. And yeah, it's, once again, I was, when I talk about crying a river, I t- mentioned, you know, kind of the atmospheric feel. And he's just, he's got a very subtle touch when it comes to that kind of thing. I think he does it well. It's not over the top. Yeah. He doesn't get lost in the atmosphere, but it's definitely there. And it just kind of, I don't know, it, it sets it apart from a lot of what you'd hear on the radio. That's really cool. 
So anyway, that's my pop five. Awesome. I think that's a great list. Did it you... didn't have my favorite on it. Uh-oh. You better give us your number, your pop <clears throat> one anyway. I think my pop one would be Mirror. It's like your mirror. Oh. oh. <laughs> Looking back at me. I don't know. That song, when it came out, I seriously, I think I burned it onto a... <laughs> that should tell you about how old it is. <laughs> Burned it onto it's a CD. It's not that old. That's the sad thing. I was burning CDs like way past when you were supposed to be doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I drove an old car. The radio didn't work well, so I had to like do that shit. And uh, and I just played it over and over. I just, yeah, I, that's with my solo for his solo career. That's for sure. That'd be my number one. And I guess we didn't even mention, like, his work with NSYNC at all. No. But I'm glad you kind of focused on just him. Because then that would just be a whole other rabbit hole, I feel like. And honestly, I just don't have any opinions on NSYNC. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're... That wasn't really your thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I can't give you a logical reason why I would have opinions on Justin Timberlake (laughs) and not NSYNC. Well, weren't you a little bit older? I was, I think it was a little past your... Well, but Justin Timberlake's solo was past my era. Yeah, true. I guess I, I shouldn't know. say that. I was older then than I was when NSYNC came out. <laughs> Let's talk about my day. Back in my day. <laughs> anyway, thank you so, so much for coming back here and, you know, giving us another one of your musical pop fives. We love them. And yeah, everybody, tell me, like, what... What is your favorite Justin Timberlake song? And you can, you know, let me know. It can even be with NSYNC. It doesn't have to be a solo. But what's your favorite? You can find me on all of the social medias at Pop Culture Crush. I'm the pink background with the little black TV. And uh, this week, we will have one on Friday. So (laughs) tune in on Friday. It'll be a fun one. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.